All right, y'all, welcome to the Russ Parcast. I happen to be Russ Parr. That's my girl right there, Tanisha Nicole. We're going to be talking about a number of things from Will Smith to Kanye West. All that and more. That's just what we do. Hey, Tanisha, how you doing, girl? Hey, how you doing, Russ? I'm just fabulous. Let's just start with Kanye, man, because I, I, I got to tell you, I don't know where he's at right now. And I know a lot of people on social media, oh, he's off his meds and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then there's others saying that, no, he has a strategy. But when you suffer from narcissism, you don't think about the consequences or you never want to be held accountable for what's going on with you. And I'm sitting up here looking at him going to see Donald Trump with a white nationalist Mm -hmm. that, of course, Kanye knew that this guy is a white nationalist. What purpose did that serve? I, I, I don't get that. I, I, I don't, you know, listen, you, you're under fire for anti-Semitic remarks, and now you want to hang out with a, 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 a devout a white nas- nationalist. doesn't make sense. Nick Fuentes, and which I, I'm confused by the name. The last name kind of threw yeah. me off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But um, no, I feel like Kanye feels he's such a genius that there's something that's behind this. And he's so, you guys don't get it. That's why he wears the All Lives Matter shirt or White Lives Matter shirt. I'm sorry. Um, it, it's it, He was hanging around, uh, what's her name? Candace Owens, right? Yeah. Can't yeah. stand her. But anyway, he was hanging out with her. And I don't know what this is in which he's trying to get attention. And he's, right. because this is scary. Like you're literally fraternizing with someone who denies the Jewish Holocaust. Mm-hmm. who is a white supremacist and mm-hmm. hates you, hates your people. Exactly. But you're okay with that. And, and they want to be able to say, I have a black friend, huh. but hate, hate everybody else. And, and I think what Kanye is, is really trying to do is draw attention to himself on a regular basis, which is what he does. Yeah, shock value. And yeah, it's, it's just shocking to everybody that this is what he's doing. But what I've come to the conclusion is that when you go over there and, and you tell one crazy dude that you want him to be your vice president and he thinks that you're crazy, who is credible here? Mm. You got each of them calling each other crazy. <laughs> I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. I, I do think that this guy is not operating from a position of, you know, what's best for me? What's the right way to do this? He's operating from the position, as you say, shock. I want to shock everybody and, and, and show how provocative I can be by walking around with a white nationalist. These are people that believe in hanging your people. Yeah. And you know what I thought was interesting? Remember mm-hmm. when Kanye was showing those screenshots of the text messages and one mm-hmm. of the guys, I guess, was his agent or whoever. I can't remember off top. Had said something about, um, you know, basically for him to reel it in before he ends up going back to zombie land and people are like, oh, listen to what he's saying. I think that medically, right, there's something going on with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think that he's probably been told uh, that he needs to have some sense of medication. There's something going on with him. Right. And I think that he believes that was stunting him in terms of his creativity. So right. these things that we see, which they call them, what do they refer to that as? All these manic situations, right. episodes, uh, episodes yeah. that he's in. How much does that play a part of it as well as the narcissism? I feel like there's so many layers to the issues now, he has going on. The documentary that they did on him, uh-huh. it's like he kind of slipped and, and said that 
um, the medication makes them gain weight. Yeah. And when you're vain, mm-hmm. okay, when you're vain, that's what you're going to do. You're going to not want to take something, you know, because a lot of people have to go on prednisone and things like that, and it, it swells you up. And, and you have to do it because of, for your health. But if you're super vain, you'd rather compromise your health, your mental health. But here is the real, the real victims in this, okay, are his children. Oh, absolutely. And they just ruled that he gets 50-50 custody with the kids well wait a minute wait a minute this is what they did access Mm -hmm. right she has 80 percent physical from what i'm understanding she still has the primary physical but Mm -hmm. he has access to so meaning they should have equal access to their children but not necessarily where the kids were um they would live, right? Mm-hmm. So I think right. there's more to that because there's some consistency that needs to be there for the children. So I kind of question that, but I am a little shocked. I would think that if Kim did have some concerns regarding his mental health, I'm yes. shocked that that was... There, there, there should be something in the court order that says that there needs to be supervision or whatever because, you know, I I would be concerned if I knew that my wife wasn't stable yeah and having custody of my children but then again you got to also think everybody thinks that kanye is nuts you know we need to take a look at kim also Mm. because you know you don't just let your daughter go with a boyfriend that you've had for three months shopping in a mall by themselves i mean there's just some things that just didn't make sense you know she did that with pete davidson yeah you know and you know obviously that that drove Kanye nuts, but that would have drove me nuts too. Yeah, you just really met this dude. Not You're necessarily smashing the, this guy. Yeah, not necessarily the best decision at yeah. all. Um, but I do know there's situations in which if somebody is dating someone and let's say your kid needs to be taken somewhere, I can see, mm-hmm. the, I can see that. Like we're looking at her under my microscope. Let's be honest. Right. But if right. I'm dating someone for three months and I'm like, shoot, I'm not going to be able to take you know my daughter. To, can you go run her out? You know what I mean? I, I Yeah, but I so wouldn't easily. do that because you don't really know about that guy. No, I agree. I'm a hover. That, 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 you know, that was, yeah, you're a helicopter parent. <laughs> yes, I do a bit. You, you, know, you know, because you, everybody, you don't know who they are or what they are. No, you and don't. I just thought that was irresponsible. And she doesn't really have great judge of character if we no, kind of look she at her record. No, because these broken people. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and then you kind of look at her. And you go that, you know, she almost introduces all her kids to her, her new man. Yeah, which is she not. She hadn't had that many, but and still, I just question Men that. shouldn't do that with their women as well, right? It should be on both sides, you know. And But, you know, Kanye West, again, I, I, I just, I don't know. Like you said, I worry about the kids. I worry what they're exposed to. I'm concerned about, like, for instance, him yelling out the kids being kidnapped. Like, yeah. all these various things. And like you said, his kids of color him hanging with a white supremacist. So I do got right. tons of concerns. How do you explain that to your children? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, he's not a bad white supremacist. He just hates us, it's, but he, he's actually kind of cool. It's kind of like Trump. There's good people on both sides. Good people. Right. Good people on both sides, right? That mentality. That's absolutely nuts. It, <sighs> it's crazy. All right, we're going to take a quick break, y'all. Stay right there. Coming up on the next side, we're going to be talking about Will Smith. Isn't it about time? 
that we kind of forgive him and just let's move on. That's coming up next. Stay right there. Welcome back to the uh, Russ Podcast. It's uh, my favorite podcast because it's got my name on it. And <laughs> my, co- my co-worker here and um, co-host and producer and a mom teacher and just a great person, Tanisha Nicole. Um, so we, we were talking about Kanye and, you know, how troubled he is. Um, Will Smith is troubled because of the stuff that he did. It's, and, but if you want to think about it, he hurt, he's hurting too. Oh, you know, and I'm at a point right now where I think Chris is, is milked this. No, he doesn't owe him an apology. He doesn't need to have a sit down with him. No, he doesn't have to do that. But, you know, I really do think that Chris is definitely capitalized on being slapped. It was a horrible thing. But I was watching Will Smith um, a week or so ago on tr- with Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trevor um, Noah. What is it? Noah? Noah. And he he was emotional and talking about man. You know, it was a bad time for me because. He said something that kind of resonated. I, I said, you know, I can see this where he went, th- went there. He says, I'm a boy that watched his father beat his mom. Chris Rock, when he went after his joke, it did the joke on, on his wife, was tantamount. You guys may not see it this way to you're beating somebody that I'm not protecting. Because as a young boy, you can't protect your mom. I, Russ, I listened to his audiobook, Compelling. This is why I was not shocked when he did what he did. When you listen to Will Smith's audiobook, he talks about throughout his life where he's felt like a coward. He has felt like, and I'm going to use the term, the happy Negro in terms of the easygoing, right? The whole he doesn't curse in his albums. Almost like people question his gangsta. People um, have this sense about him that he he ain't about that life, right? And so he talks about when he was a young boy and seeing the abuse that his dad did to his mother and him right. feeling like the coward. So now let's take this into later years, right? He was always getting clowned on. He decided not to cuss on rap because of his grandmother, right? So he was he he's got this sweet kind heart. So because of that, people check him and would test him. And he felt like he always backed down and he never really. But then he Mm -hmm. did speak to Russ. There were moments in his life where he would just boil and go over the edge because he bottled up so much. Mm -hmm. When he would get to that place, it was ugly. So Mm -hmm. he did reference that. And I think that's what happened with Chris. When he looked at Jada and he Mm -hmm. saw Jada's face. He was at that moment, I can't keep doing this, where I allow people, and I laugh it off, because that's what he says his defense mechanism is, Right, laughing at those jokes. But she was the joke, and I think he yeah. felt like he had to prove something. But you know what, Tanisha, I'm, I share this that, that Will has. Mm. A pleaser, a pleaser. Yeah. Because you always, always want to please your parents. And I'm sure, I don't know what the relationship he had with his father, yeah. but I'm sure he wanted to please him. Make him proud. Because, yeah, so he, it'd be a distraction from him being abusive to his mom, that's one. But I think Will is a pleaser. And I will tell you something that I know from back in the day, back when he first started his career, and I remember he used to come to our radio station and we would interview him. And he'd have a 
a rock of dudes out in the lobby waiting for him to finish the interview. Mm. And I'm like, wow. And then I started reading about how he just picks up and takes his whole crew to London and goes shopping. Yeah. Oh, he he talked about how okay. he spent all that money and went broke. Yes. And went broke. And you know why he did it? Because we're all products of our childhood, y'all. Yeah. He's a pleaser. He wants that love that he didn't feel that he probably received from exactly. his dad. Yeah. Exactly. He's a pleaser. And and I think that's what was the big thing um, for him. It's like, I want to please Jada. But also his, his public image was starting to take a hit after the August Alcina stuff. Yeah. People started viewing oh, him as yeah. being soft. Like I told you. It, it, it was, was a perfect storm. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's another thing. He also seems like he's a peacemaker. Sometimes people that always try to make the peace have no peace within themselves. Oh, girls. And so that's what I feel is that he tries to keep the peace and please people. But then you end up being the one that's not really happy. Right. Because you turn the other cheek too much. And I think that's why his hand ended up hitting Chris's. I think he was just over it. Yeah, Yeah, it was it was a public humiliation. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break and um, we'll finish this on the other side. Uh, Tanisha Nicole, Russ Parr. It's the Russ Parcast. Stay there. All right, y'all. It's the Russ Parcast. And yeah, the runoff getting ready to go down. Probably by the time you're listening to it, we have a decision in Georgia. But I have to tell you, if we just took a couple of minutes, this is a Tanisha Nicole right there, uh, and talked about Herschel Walker and how he just kills himself every time he turns around. You know, there was just a big debate about him having a residency in the state of Texas. So they just went back and start pulling all these speeches and said, I was sitting in my home in Texas. And I said, you know, this ain't right. I need to run in Georgia. (laughs) And he did it more than once. He did it twice. He made a mistake in his speech just talking about he lived in Texas. Mm. And so now we find out that he he pays uh, property tax. And it's okay you can pay property tax. But that's listed as his primary residence. And if you're a Georgian, why would you want that guy representing you? I, anybody. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I, I wouldn't want him to represent me in court. I wouldn't want no. him to represent me. I, I don't care where we are. Like, I don't even want to be in a photo with this guy. I'm not trying yeah. to be funny because the association alone, as far as him with the domestic abuse, yeah. Um, yeah. his behavior all the way around, what he just recently said about his son. Yeah, this and guy I wanna... is out there. <laughs> Yeah, he he recently came out where he was talking about when his son Christian was born. Uh, some people call it the gay TikToker. Um, he was talking about how big his head was, how long his head was, and mm. talking, asking his wife, you know, your, your genes and your family must be really messed up. See, that's that's a oh. vain narcissist. Who says that about your child? Mm. Okay. And he did it in a speech in like 2019. So then you wonder why your child goes off on you publicly. Yeah. And starts telling the truth. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you're saying he wasn't a beautiful. And we put him right next to a beautiful little girl. And I said, I need to get in there and kind of separate them. Man, that's scarring. But let's can we just kind of keep it real? And what? what we're what we're speculating. I think there might be. And I want to be wrong. Some CTE issues going on with Herschel. I agree. 
I feel like when you're listening to him speak, he's not coherent in terms of his thoughts even making sense. Um, for instance, the whole werewolf vampire thing, yes. his analogy. Werewolves oh, are cool. What was that? What was that? But again, I feel like something is going on with him. Um, we do see this as far as the NFL. Let's be real about this. When we see domestic violence, right, we mm-hmm. see a lot of these individuals that these families suffer at the hands of these athletes, even people in the military, right, that suffer PTSD mm-hmm. or different things, yeah. that these individuals don't get the help that they need. And Herschel Walker, I believe, I believe, I, we don't know by fact, that he has some type of CTE and it's right on display. And, you know, a lot of people like saying it's the NFL. that just, You have to understand, a lot of these guys have been playing football since they were seven. Absolutely. And taking hits to the head since they were seven years old. Yep. And it doesn't, and, and they don't know how many hits does it take for it to affect you. But the issue that I have is if this is an issue for him, you have to question, is he going to be a viable legislator for you? Yeah. And, you know, and people can talk about ableism and, and all this and that. And we're finding that there's been a lot of cases where guys have suffered from CTE that have been violent in the home. Yeah. And, you know, he was doing that a long time ago. So CTE just became popular about six years ago. It's been going on for decades. But can we go? We just know the reason why. But can we go further and say this? Why are we not doing mental health and just evaluations Mm -hmm. on individuals who are running for political offices? And what I mean is that if somebody is not stable mentally, why should they be at the forefront politically making decisions or being mm-hmm. in positions to where they can make decisions for the rest of us. Because I got a question about your judgment. And so yep. that even with Trump, I why, explain this to me. Explain why we do not in this country have to where you have to really be evaluated psychologically before you run for any type of office. I, I, that wouldn't make sense. And I don't think he's clever enough to hide that. I know there are a lot of people that are racist and, 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 and misogynist and, and homophobics that can fool you. Yeah. You know, they can say all the right things. Look at the Supreme Court justices got approved. They, they lied. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I used it as a, it's, it's law. I would never mess with Roe versus Wade. Lied. Absolutely. You know, so you got people that are smart enough to, you know, evade personal scrutiny. But the problem that I have with the Herschel Holt situation is, yeah, it's embarrassing for a lot of black folks because when we hear him start speaking and he starts, we actually watch on TV him unraveling in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to debate Joy Reid from MSNBC, a Harvard grad. Oh, come on. Who, who, who would want to do that? But did you see how Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham were Oh, yeah. Really sitting, and then when he said erection instead of yes. election, election, and they're actually sitting there, just sitting next to this guy. Oh, I, I just like, saw Lindsay. Lindsay started licking his lips. Where? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> no, I, I'm just. I joke, not. Lindsay. I, 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 or are I, we? I, no. Yes, but no. It's like they had to have a straight face. 
You, you imagine the guy that went there to campaign for him and he started talking about uh, vampires and werewolves. Mm. You're not talking about tabletop issues like how we're going to get gas prices down and what's your plan for this. They don't have any plan. He's talking about werewolves and vampires. And you want him to be a sitting United States senator. Ooh. You, you've got too many football players, uh, 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 football coaches, uh, Tommy Tuberville, who if if I think he was an Alabama coach or somewhere. If I was a black player that played for him and I know this is how he really felt about me. Yeah. I'm like, this is the, they, they're not authentic. They're lying to you. Mm. I mean, you're, you're up there busting your tail for this guy, and this guy doesn't like what you represent. Mm. Man, we, we got a long way to go. Listen, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I find it fascinating, right? The Republican Party, how they are all about Herschel Walker, Right. But the Republican Party tends to want to talk about their Christian values and and, Mm. you know, especially when it comes to abortion. And we talked about this. We know Herschel has had a history of even forcing some of these women allegedly to have abortions. Mm. Right. Right. But yet here you got Ralph um, Ralph Warnock. Right. Who's an actual reverend, a preacher. Right. Who really has Christian values and walks in his Christian values. And then you got Herschel Walker, who is everything opposite, uh, opposite. of what that is, and, yet you back. You know, this, this is interesting to me. I don't think he would ever show up and, and do any votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just think he'll be in Texas and, you know, and using a celebrity. And he's just a, he's just a bad liar. Yeah. But we you had know. a bad liar become president, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, I really appreciate it, Tanisha Nicole. And, of course, this is the Russ Podcast. Whenever you want to, like, hear our show, go wherever their podcast can be heard. And just put the Russ Podcast, and we'll be there. You guys have yourself a great week. Take care.